Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Skilled Trades Playbook. I'm your host, Juan Caroso, author of the At Your Best Playbook series. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Terry Beerworth, who was a media industry professional who is now driving a grassroots initiative based out of Eugene, Oregon, to drive the visibility of the need to close the skills gap and help kids, their parents, and the community to understand the need to create careers and futures in the skilled trade. So on today's episode, we have Terry Beerworth from My Work, My Future. She is kicking off a new initiative to help folks build careers and uh, help close the skills gap in the Oregon area, Eugene, Oregon. Um, I don't want to take her thunder away, so I'd like to hand it over to, uh, to Terry and have her tell us a little bit about herself and, and the background that led up to launching My Work, My Future. Terry? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Juan. And good afternoon. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, yes, yes, I'm in Oregon, the beautiful state of Oregon. And uh, this whole idea of wanting to promote the trades and start this initiative actually came about three years ago uh, when my husband and I and, and my two children were sitting around the dinner table and we were talking and uh, it kind of came to us when uh, we were talking about school and it just kind of came to us that our 16-year-old, who was the closest to, you know, graduating from high school, we had a 14-year-old and 16-year-old, but the 16-year-old, we just realized that, hey, you know, maybe, maybe he is going to have a different uh, path after high school than going to college. And, um, you know, we've been talking about college his whole life and thinking he had to go to college and that everybody has to go to college. And so we just kind of, just kind of hit us. Uh, that maybe um, college was not not for him, and that kind of took me down a path of well, what should he do? And I knew the military was probably going to be a good option because he comes from a military family. But I just thought, what what's going on with the skilled trades? And and I knew that the skilled trades there's a severe labor shortage because of course I keep up with everything and in in, uh, in the public eye and what's going on and current events and it affects us of course as as a society, um, but I knew also that my son didn't have any any classes, any of the Votech classes, because I knew all the Votech classes were were gone. I don't know when they started going away, but um, and probably not that long after I was out of out of high school. Um, but I knew he didn't have those opportunities, so I thought, what what do I do? And uh, just I'm in marketing and advertising, and I thought maybe if I felt that way. And I needed help finding out some information and some resources. I honestly thought that maybe there are other parents and particularly other mothers that kind of came this, to the same epiphany um, at their dinner table or wherever uh, that maybe uh, their Johnny or Susie uh, were not necessarily college bound and what, what were they going to do. So um, that's kind of how this, this whole idea started from a mom's perspective and a marketing and communications perspective. That's great. 
So from a mom's perspective and leveraging your background in media and marketing to build a, a platform to help other parents through their process of trying to help their kids make these decisions going forward. Is that right? Absolutely. What I call the influencers, um, anywhere from parents to grandparents to educators to churches in the community and churches in the community are a little bit more, not as specific, but so, you know, primarily those that are raising are responsible for children and, and even, and I say children anywhere from middle school all the way to young adults. As I've spoken to people that are in the skilled trades that own, you know, the concrete plant or the construction company, or I talk to also educators and I talk to them about uh, different classes and, and things that kids, kids, kids can take. As you know, uh, Juan, I'm sure you've discovered this, that there's a real effort out there for um, industry, the private industry to talk to schools and schools to talk to private industry. But what I found when I've talked to both of them is that they had a real tough time getting to the parents, um, you know, that the kids would maybe even go take tours of uh, sawmill plants or um, manufacturing plants and might get excited, come home and start talking to their parents and say, hey, uh, Mom, Dad, I, I saw this. I, I, I'm really interested in looking more into it. And I actually had a tradesperson tell me um, that they they said that kids would come home and, and literally said, um, over my dead body, are you going to go into that profession? You're going into college. And so I found a real a, a kind of a niche. In, and, and just because of who I am as a mom, and so I really, really understood that. And, uh, and I thought that I knew, I knew ways where I could try to reach them, uh, the influencers, um, because I am an influencer and because um, my child is not necessarily college bound and because I know how to, how to create content that would reach them. So that's, so I call them my influencers, Juan. Got it. So um, you're kind of bridging the gap with the, uh, with the families as well as some of the community to kind of uh, uh, work towards reversing that stigma that is out there? I'm trying to change the stigma to make it so that people know that the work is honorable, needed, uh, meaningful. You need to be creative and you need to be smart. You don't just need to be able to, you know, pick up a shovel and dig a ditch. I mean, it's gone way beyond that. Uh, we really need to be creative and, and talk to everybody we can to make these changes in order to uh, create a workforce. Hmm. So let's get into a little bit of the specifics. Can you talk to me, Terry, about how you're executing these, these broad strategies or the broad concepts that you're talking about for sure are critical and we see and read and, and hear about the, the need to solve these problems. But one of the, the hopes um, in uh, having a conversation like this is that we can get to the local actionable steps that people can take or the services that are available to people that can help close that skills gap. How does my work, my future come into the specific execution elements of helping to close the skills it's gap? It's all centered around, you know, how the skilled trades can 
work with each one of these groups and, and make a difference. And so basically what I'm starting out as is a, again, it's a central community-based resource um, for parents, for young adults, for if, if, you know, if kids are really interested and they, they need a place to go. I just am trying to bring all of this under one place. And because what I have found is there are so many silos going on. The trades, I mean, the, the industry's talking, that's one silo. Educators are talking, that's another silo. Um, you know, workforce development, and they're trying their best to come together. Nobody's really taking it and, and actually marketing it. I've found that that's a real big, that's a, I mean, they're, they're they're talking to, you know, that they're they're relying on the schools to get the information out, and the schools do the best that they can, in the ways that they can. Um, but I just think there's so much more to be done, and so I am bringing all of these resources together, giving a place for people to get these resources. But I'm also, I'm also the expert that knows how to get them to this to to. to market it and to communicate it in a way that it will reach people to start people having conversations. I'm, I'm trying to change the stigma. Okay. But, but the, what I'm trying to do is show that there are what options are there besides college. Um, I'm trying to include resources and the resources are, are including, um, I want to tell there, there are a lot of people out there that don't even know. And I was one of them that don't even know that these VOTEC classes, because that's what we called, we used to call them back in my day was VOTEC. They don't even know that classes are, are, are some high schools still have them and they're starting to resurge. And then also some high schools are adding some of these classes back in. And when I say VOTEC, I'm talking about auto welding, um, construction technology, those kinds of classes, more on the industrial side of, of, of the trades, well, the trades, um, skilled trades. And then, but, but what, what this is now under, they're not, they're not called VOTEC any longer. They're called career technical education classes. Three years ago, I had no idea what that was. I was taught by 25 people in education what that was. And then I went back to my high school, my child's high school, and I called the guidance counselor. And I said, what CTE classes do you have? And so she said, oh, yes, we do have CTE classes. And she named off marketing business and I think drafting. And I was like, wow, those aren't Votech like I knew to be Votech. And so it's a, it's a different CTE encompasses anything from health occupations to, to culinary arts to, um, to skilled trades, you know, the welding again and the, and the shop and all that. So when you say CTE, it, it, these schools have some classes. Some have all of those classes underneath all of those banners. And so I'm trying to show in my work, my future, I'm trying to give um, a direction as to what parents can look for and ask for. And also these young adults that are these young kids that are in high school that take CTE classes. So I'm trying to give definition to that in my information, basically in my training and education and also on my 
I'm looking at my website right now, but also on my social media pages. I constantly talk about those things to try to educate people what to ask for. Um, I'm also, uh, I provide information about community colleges uh, that have these kind of programs. Community colleges are calling them CTE programs as well. Um, and I'm also trying to educate that there are private trade schools out there and then companies who provide apprenticeships and what companies I hope to have those companies on um, my information as well. And then um, what jobs are available and what the job descriptions are, uh, you know, because I feel, you know, if they don't really think about it and they haven't really thought about the trades and now we're starting to get them to think about the trades, well, Maybe they have interest in multiple trades. And so my goal is to have information where they can come and, and find out about, you know, what does a welder do? What does a machinist do? What does an aviation mechanic do? And I have all of those listed on my website separately. And I have, um, you know, what's the, what job prospects in the future? What does it look like? And basically I'm just state of Oregon right now. So, um, and then also another thing that I'm, I'm, and this is just evolving as I'm going, but another thing I have found is there's a real need for mentorship. Um, and when I say mentorship, my vision is if, if, a, if a young child, let's say a 15-year-old, a, a, a student at, in high school is 15, and he or she says, oh, I'm interested in being a welder, and she starts, she starts taking some classes because she's fortunate to have welding at her high school, not all of them do. I think there's a real need to pair her up with somebody that's already outside in the workforce, in the industry, so that that person can talk to her. If she finds that that's not, you know, that's, she wants to do more than just take a class or two, she's finding that that's a career path. There's a real opportunity to have her meet another welder and have that welder mentor her. And so I'm finding that that's something that I want to build as well Is I don't have that laid out exactly, but I see that it's a need and it would be a perfect fit for my work, my future to do. So, um, so those are, those are the things I'm also, and, and eventually I, I really want to have my, my website as a place where people can log on and find jobs in the area. And you had asked me earlier about Eugene, and I just happen to live here. This is where I happen to start. But my goal is I'm working on Oregon is in sections, just like most states are in sections. So I'm in the Willamette Valley, which is kind of the western central part of the state. I'm going to be working with uh, the central part of the state, which is called Central Oregon. I hope to work with the eastern part of the state, the southern part of the state, and the northern part of the state, which is basically the Portland area. Um, those are all my goals, um, but this is kind of where I'm starting. Is here. I could, I could, if this, if this is beneficial as I think it's going to be, um, I, I'm, I would love to make it region wide, and who knows? It could go, it could go nation. You're doing what so many parents don't have the opportunity to do. Um, you know, the, they're just simply they're going on the internet. There's a lot of white noise. There's very minimal treatment of any of the of any possible solution set is always going to have it written in a form that speaks to whoever wrote it. You're kind of the unbiased arbiter uh, or curator of what's going on in your community as it relates to 
um, the skilled trades and people trying to access and understanding what is going on in the skilled trades. I really want my work, my future to be something that I couldn't find, which was a one place that would be, you know, if you're a parent then and you need information and you want to know a little bit more about the trades and how it can help your son or daughter, I want you to come here to my work, my future. If you are um, an underemployed worker um, or you don't quite know about what path you're, you're going down, you're in a dead-end job, um, underemployed worker, I'm sorry, an underemployed worker, um, or you have a dead-end job or you're starting a family, I want this, my work, my future, you to be able to come to, to this, to my work, my future, and get the information that you need to take the next step. Um, if you are eight, 12 to 18 years old and you don't quite know, but you, you know that you want hands-on kind of, you really enjoy your hands-on classes and you want more hands-on classes and how do you go about that and how do you ask and what are the skilled trades professions? I want you to be able to come to my work, my future, and find all of that information. Um, and and for the trades, um, for those that are in the industry, I want to be your voice. I want to be a, I want to be the one to be able to tell these prospective constituents, or you know, these prospective parents who have children that might be interested in what you have and what you are offering. I want to be your voice to be able to tell them that and, and have my work, my future be kind of the launching point to get to you more easily and more readily. That sounds excellent. I, I, really, I really applaud you. Um, before we leave, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how your son is doing, what, uh, how things turned out for him? Thanks, Juan, for asking, because I, every time I tell my story about my son, everybody wants to know the ending or, you know, what's next for him, that is. And um, I'm really, really excited to say that he has chosen a trade. Um, ever since he's been three years old, we've known that he's been a crazy about aircraft. And um, it was kind of natural, as all of this has started to come together, um, that he would go into uh, aircraft mechanic um, maintenance program and he's going to be doing that through the Marines. And so on a, on July 29th, he ships out to join the United States Marine Corps and we couldn't be more proud of him. Well, that's fantastic. Thank Tell him uh, I said thank you for his service. That's fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so let me ask you one last question. Um, what would you ask your younger self to learn or master sooner or avoid altogether? Uh, it can be about your profession. Uh, it can be about life in general. Just, uh, just what would you tell your younger self? Hmm. That's a good question. That's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> I, I guess as it relates to maybe what we've been talking about, um, I think we all have, intuition that we don't really tap into. Um, I think uh, some some people have stronger in, intuition than others. Some of us don't pay attention to it as much as we should. And I think if I if I could tell my younger self, it'd be like, if you if you fear something or you feel like something's right, you know, that intuitive nature, then then listen to it. Um, I really feel that uh, 
like with my son, maybe, maybe when he was three or four or five, uh, you know, I push aside what society says about everybody needs to go to college. I knew, I knew in my heart that he had probably another path, but I kept pushing and thinking, oh, you know, he's got to go to college, but I should have. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Juan. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Skilled Trades Playbook. Make sure to check out the show comments for some useful links and more information about Terry and what she's doing. And if there's anything that you can think of that I can do better or to improve the value proposition for the Skilled Trades Playbook, that you drop me a note. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That way you can continue receiving uh, more of these episodes where great folks are sharing their insights and opinions on the skilled trades and closing the skills gap. Thank you. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.